What's going on gamers? My name is Chris and welcome back to the Horton Brothers Grimm, a video game podcast. We are in season two and this is episode number six? Twenty-seven. Maybe? Twenty-seven. Maybe six. <laughs> Could be twenty-seven. I mean, I did a lot of drugs as a kid. Twenty-one minus five. <laughs> and of course with me is Zach and Scott. How you doing guys? I'm not here. This What's is, up man? You're just hearing things. I was never in a genie movie. <laughs> <laughs> Sinbad was in a genie movie called Shazam. It was not, but anyway. They, As it was. No. That, it was called they, Shazam. Why would, they, why would they get rid of it? Anyways, let's talk about know. video games. It's probably a bad movie. Um, mm-hmm. Most likely. I mean, it doesn't sound very I mean, promising Sinbad anyway. Sinbad really... I mean, I, you know, Jingle All the Way was good. Right. I like that one where him and Phil Hartman was. What's that called? It was Jingle All the Way. Him, Phil Hartman, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> no, the one where he was pretending to be Phil Hartman's college. Oh crap! Yes, I buddy or whatever. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was playing a doctor. That one. Can I get a look up on that? Cause I need to know. Okay, the name of that give movie. me a second. Phil Hartman, Sinbad. Because that was funny. It was a good movie. Uh, may Phil Hartman rest in peace, bro. You're awesome. By the way. Um, house guest. Yeah, house guest. Yeah. House guest. That movie was good great. stuff. And then Jingle All the Way. It was Sinbad, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and uh, what's his name? Ro- uh, Barr. Um, or yeah, Roseanne Barr. Uh, Tom, Tom Arnold. Arnold. Tom Arnold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a good movie too. Yeah, but uh, Phil Hartman was also in that movie. In Jingle All the Way. Yep. Oh wow. He was the Look he was you. the he was the neighborhood guy that went around fixing everything and flirting with the wives. Oh, <laughs> Scott knows this guy. I've seen the movie. <laughs> He's like, I go flirting with the wise all the time. Yeah, he played Not only- Ted. Yes, Ted, yeah. His son was a little fat kid. Oh, wow. Not only has Scott seen this he movie, he memorized chubby. it. He was chubby. <laughs> he, he was uh, overweight. We can't say fat. Otherwise, uh, we could lose the kid. Don't say fat. That's with a, Weight that's Watchers. Rude. We could lose the kid. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that was a so, that was a good joke to some of you. It was that was good. That was good. You well, get I guess we should pumps. get to the video games. You get some pumps. You get a trip. You get some pumps. Sorry, that was a good Oprah joke. But you know, <laughs> so these uh, this episode is coming out at the same time as episode five because I forgot to here. edit the other one. I forgot to edit the other one and put it out in time, so we're going to do two, <laughs> releasing two at the same day, so make sure y'all are listening to that one as well, it's going to be fun. Um, so today we're talking about three games, the retro game is going to be Street Fighter 2, and that was going to be my topic, and I got something special lined up for you guys, it's going to be fun. I hope it's beer. Um, <laughs> afterwards we may have a beer. Uh, a long drive. Our current day game is brought to us by Mr. Zach here, and it's Guild Wars 2. That's right. It's a great game. It's a pretty, pretty good game. If anybody wants hear, to play I'll this play with it. me, uh, you know, send me your information for uh, Guild Wars. There, yeah, let Zach know he definitely will play it with you. No doubt about it. And then our future game is brought to us by Scott, and it is going to be Borderlands Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that game's going to kick is, ass, man. Also, that game is so hyped right now. If you want now. to play Borderlands Three, <laughs> <laughs> we're down for that too. Yes, I'm yes. ready. And make sure you have an epic account. 
Oh, it's yeah, it is going to be <laughs> yep. exclusive. Forgot about that one. We'll talk more about that in, uh, when we it's, get to it. It's but, a free uh, account. Might as well get is. Division 2 through there now. Mm-hmm. I'll share my opinion on it when we get there. All right, so I guess we're ready to go. So I got something really fun planned for our retro topic today, guys. Street Fighter 2, as we all know, it came out in 1991 mm-hmm. on arcade. And it yeah. was... It is a huge, huge game. It's very uh, influential on, to the fighting games. Fighting games after Street Fighter 2 changed and yep. it became better. And they starred in a movie with Sinbad where they were genies. <laughs> yes. Uh, Shazam was in Street Fighter 2, the movie game. The movie yes. game genie. <laughs> with Shaquille O'Neal as Kazam. But anyway. Kazam. So... And it came out on Super Nintendo in 1992, and of course, we know where it went from there. That's where it got I kicked really y'all's big. asses is where it went from there, boys. Well, that's debatable, but... It's not debatable. Uh, Guile with his foot in your ass, and Chun-Li as well. So Street Fighter Two was a big... I think it's a big game for us as kids, for sure. We played it, it was. We, we played that favorites. one probably more than any of the rest of them. I liked it when so, they added the... Uh, what was it? Turbo or something like that, when they added more mm-hmm. fighters. The new, ch- the new challengers. The new challengers. Yes, that's that's what. It yes, was. yeah, that was one. So since we all, but all three of us were really big into Street Fighter Two, I had something. I want to see how much you guys know about Street Fighter Two. Oh my god! So no, we're gonna do a little trivia contest between you two. I'm gonna be saying some fucked up shit on my end while they're doing whatever this is. So so <laughs> what we're gonna do is I'm gonna mute. Zach, for instance, I'm going to mute you first and deafen you so you can't hear what I'm saying. But that doesn't mute me from saying things to my guys over here. Yeah. You can say anything you want to. I, we won't be able to hear you. I'm guessing. Yeah, you can say it into your recording. I'm guessing yes. you're going to cut it out, whatever I say yeah. before you. Oh, fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to, and what we're going to do is we're going to answer the trivia questions very quickly. We're not going to do like a lot of discussion. And then oh, so we we're going to go over. No, no Googling. So, so this is going to be one of those Mandela effect things? Yeah, Okay. sure. Sure. We can do that. <laughs> Might as well. We're testing the theories, boys. And, and we're going to see which one of you two guys know the most about Street Fighter 2. It's probably going to be Now, Scott these games are not... Old. There's a few softball questions, but there's some tough ones, too. So we'll see. Softball? We'll see. Yeah, softball. Like where you slow pitch. So I'm screwed. You know. <laughs> so, if you guys are ready, I'm going to meet you, Zach, and we're going to ask Scott the questions. I'm going to deafen you, and none of us can hear you. Okay, so Zach cannot hear me right now, Scott. Mm, all right. And it's just you and me right now. All right, you ready? All right. Lay on, McDuff. All right, trivia question number one. This is a true or false question. Street Fighter Two is the first fighting game to use combos. Ooh, um, Street Fighter Two. True or false? Just answer true or false. Hmm. I'm going to have to say false on that because I don't remember doing combos. Okay. All right. Question number two. How do you spell Hadouken? Hadouken? Uh, H-A-D-O-U-K-E-N? Correct. All right. How? Oh, wait. Trivia question number three. True or False. Dalsim was originally designed having an elephant's head. Hmm. Well, I haven't researched that, but 
it sounds like something that they would have done. So I'll say true. True. And trivia question number four. What song or band, I'll take either one, is Ken's stage music based on? Ooh. Um, yeah, gonna have to say I don't know on that one, bro. Uh, I don't know. Got it. All right. That was a tough one, I admit. All right. There's a bonus question if we have a tie, by the way, for that one. We'll see. All right. All right. And trivia question number five. How many different game versions of Street Fighter 2 were made? Oh, crap. Uh, Street Fighter 2, then Street Fighter 2 Turbo, then Street Fighter 2 Turbo, the new Challengers. Um, and I think there was a Street Fighter 2 Ultimate, so four? No, well, five counting the arcade game. So your answer is five? Yes. Okay. Next question. Which Russian president makes an appearance in the game? Russian president. Oh, that would be Gorbachev. Gorbachev. Next question. True or false? The Hadouken isn't actually a fireball. It isn't a fireball, so I would say true. It's a ball of energy. Like chi. Like chi. (laughs) True or false? Next question. True or false? Chun-Li originally had a weaker power gauge because women are weaker. That's a little not PC, but I'll say true on that one. All right, question number nine. Who is stronger, Ken or Ryu? Oh, wow. Um, Probably Ken because Ryu is American. I'm sorry, I'm backwards. It's Ryu because Ken is American. Okay, so your answer is Ryu. Got it. And a final question, number 10 here. How many difficulty levels exist on the console ports? Difficulty levels, that would be uh, easy and normal, too. Okay, two. All right, that's all the questions I have for you, Scott. So let us go get Zach back in here. Zach, can you hear me? Uh, Finally, yes. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so Scott has answered the questions. I will not tell you Good how God, many he how got many correct. How many questions did you ask? It's only ten. Ten questions? What the? F- yeah, okay. it's pretty fun. Scott enjoyed it. Well, so don't Scott, get we're excited gonna definitely... because I'm probably not going to know these answers either. <laughs> so Scott, you're going to be muted and deafened. So we'll be right back with you, sir. All right, man. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> All right, Zach. Here we go. Let me get my document ready. Oh my God, a document. Well, I just got to work and type uh, in your answers. Blood pressure things where you can see if I'm lying sure. or not. Next time we do one of these, we're definitely going to put you on some lie detectors. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> so trivia question number one. Go. True or false? Street Fighter 2 is the first fighting game to use combos. False. Okay, question number two. How do you spell Hadouken? How do you spell which one? Hadouken. That's the one where they... Uh, yeah, like, Hadouken! Mega Man X does it. And, you know, How do you spell the word Hadouken? Shit. Uh, who knows? <laughs> Take a guess. H-A-D-O-K-E-N. Okay. 
Who, I don't know that answer. I will tell you if it's correct when we I'm go over the sure results. I'm pretty sure it's wrong. Trivia question number three. True or false? Dalsim was originally designed... Oh, excuse me. Dalsim was originally designed having an elephant's head. That's true. Okay, next question. What song or band, I'll take the band if you know that, is Ken's stage music based on? Ken's stage music based on? Yeah. What song or band? You can name the band that performs the song. I have no clue at all. Don't know even, uh, yeah. Bon Jovi. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll write that you did that. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> Why would I know that shit? That is something that's not even a, a, in the game. I thought we were going to ask questions about the fucking game that are in I the mean, game. I, but that is in the game. The, the, the fucking song's in the game, but it doesn't, like, at the end of it where you beat Ken <laughs> as ass, it's like, oh, this person wrote this music. <laughs> it's still a fun question. All right, trivia question. And there's a bonus question for that in case y'all tie. Oh. All right. Trivia question number five. How many different game versions of Street Fighter Two were made? Um, currently? Or Yeah, that's all the way through. Oh, fuck, dude. Uh, 20. <laughs> Which is the answer. Okay, here we go. Trivia question number six. Which Russian president makes an appearance in the game? Gorbachev. I don't know if he's Russian, but... <laughs> <laughs> Gorbachev, I'll write that even, down. I, I, it's Putin. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any fucking Russian presidents. Okay. <laughs> Didn't even know they called them presidents. I thought they were just called them yeah, czars or some shit. No, they're presidents. Oh, czar must be Germany or something. <laughs> Might be. Or somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Trivia question number seven. True or false? The Hadouken isn't actually a fireball. Well, it's not a fireball, so true. Um, it's like some kind of energy. Okay. All right. Trivia question number eight. True or false? Chun-Li originally... Had a weaker power gauge because women are weaker. Uh, what? <laughs> I'm going to say false. Hopefully that's what in the case. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. All right, trivia question number nine. Who is stronger, Ken or Ryu? Well, his name's Ru, Um, but I'm going to say Ru is. Okay. And the last question. How many difficulty levels exist on the console ports? Three. All right. So, let us get Scott back in here. Wait, I get a bonus question? We'll do the bonus question in a minute. If We'll see how oh, y'all do it. Scott, uh, yeah, you did You're horrible. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get so, any of them right, so it's fine. So, what we're going to do now is we're going to go over... The notes and the questions and everything. So we're going to have you guys out here listening to the podcast. You're going to get a lot more information about these questions I asked. Survey as says. As, <laughs> as well as Scott and Zach, they're going to get some new information. Well, so it's pretty fun. because we're going to learn that Mikhail Gorbachev isn't from Russia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So here we go. Let's go over this. Trivia question number one was, true or false, Street Fighter Two is the first fighting game to use combos. Thank you for answer. Was true. 
And you both answered false. So you both got the answer. Because they didn't do combos until they did the fucking... So here's what happened. Let me tell you about it. Once hackers started to modify the game to make it easier, which they did with the original arcade version called the Rainbow Edition, uh, one of these mods included reducing the time between attacks to chain moves together. The developers realized an opportunity and integrated the combo system into the next version of the game, which was Super Street Fighter 2. Mm-hmm. So, so Street Fighter 2 came out before Tekken then, of course. Yes. Okay. Well, it so, did, but I don't remember the version of Street Fighter 2 we had. You could chain the moves together, combos. but it didn't label them combos. That's correct. Right. It didn't correct. label them as combos. But in Super Street Fighter 2 is when they added that. But it's still because of those, a combo then. But they did say it. They did start listing it as combos in Super Street Fighter 2. Hmm. Okay. Well, I never noticed so, that. So here's your bonus question since you both got that wrong. What is the name of the hacked version of the original Street Fighter 2 arcade? Rainbow Edition? Yep, Rainbow Edition. That's right. as I said it. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully y'all was paying attention. <laughs> it's just like asking you at the airport, as Scott would say, uh, did anybody put anything uh, in your bag uh, unbeknownst to you? <laughs> sure, well, I don't fucking know that question. <laughs> well, if I didn't know about it, how so would they didn't I be able fucking to tell, tell me. How the hell am I supposed to know if it's? <laughs> am I on drugs packing my bag? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Who packed your bag? That guy over there in the uh, turban. <laughs> that was him. <laughs> so it turns out that most of the game's signature mechanics, guys, all right, from the Hadouken to mm-hmm. the combination moves as we know them were designed by hackers who changed the game to make it more enjoyable. That's pretty crazy. But yeah, because Street Fighter sucked ass. Like the very first Street Fighter was garbage. 1987 is when they came in. Hmm. Yeah, and four years later they made a sequel, which is way better, but then the hackers took it and made the Rainbow Edition, and the developers saw it and liked it. And it's like, oh, we're going to use this, we're going to use that. And didn't pay those hackers shit. Of course not, because they actually sued the hackers. You should never <laughs> hack our game and make it better, and then we steal your idea. Well, they sued the hackers because they were selling oh. the chip to put on the board. Gotcha. So okay, that's yeah. why they sued them. They didn't sue them for hacking it. They <laughs> were well, suing it. Be- that's they crazy. sued them because of the they were selling it. You okay. only uh, you know, broke the EULA when you hacked it, but when you started selling that chip, you motherfucker. <laughs> you made money off of my idea. Hudokin. That's mine. Hudokin. Yeah. <laughs> sure, I you can. Oh my god. <laughs> Tiger rope are good. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I so, all right. So, that takes us to trivia question number two. That's going right. to take us forever to get through this. So, no, it won't. It's going to be fine. How do you spell Hadouken? Nobody knows. Scott correctly spelled it as H A D O U K E N. Zachary, I missed that. Zach, U. you misspelled it. You did not put the U in. So yeah. Scott, you got one point. Zach, you got zero point. Fuck Yay. off. No, I got the rainbow edition. Well, Scott, if you want to, I can count him as a point for that. No, I don't care. It's fine. Since he answered cool. it. So we're All t- right, so it's one so to one. We're tied. All right. Yeah, one to one. All right, so that takes us to the next trivia question. True or false? Dalsine was originally designed having an elephant's head. You both answered true. The correct answer is true. Yes. Oh, okay. I saw that Dalsine, in the magazine. Yes, it was pretty crazy. Dalsine's origins as a character began with him having six arms and an yes. elephant. Mm-hmm. Okay, like Ganesh. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a crazy looking dude. Yeah. He was from so India. they had some crazy plans for Dalsine. 
So that puts y'all both at two points each. All right, trivia question number four. This one. <laughs> what song or band is Ken's stage music based on? And both of you answered, I do not know. And Zach, or Zachary said, I don't know, but then he said Bon Jovi. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Which is incorrect. Um, this song, Ken's theme song that plays in the background when you fight him on single player is actually based on American rock band Cheap Tricks, Mighty Wings. Who the fuck is Cheap Tricks? I know who Cheap Trick is, but I don't remember ever hearing Mighty Wings. Mighty Wings. I look okay. this up, man, on my iTunes. Don't yeah, look it up just yet. Oh. Bonus question. Okay. What movie soundtrack did Mighty Wings by Cheap Trick Top appear Gun. on? Boom! Top Gun. Did you look that up? I did not, swear to God. But Top Gun was the only thing out at that time that had fucking just random fucking people doing the uh, soundtrack. Like Danger Scott, do you Zone. call shenanigans or what? Yeah, it's a it's it's an educated guess. I mean, you know, I can hit all top nine and re and like record my screens if you want. <laughs> it's fine. We'll let you have. It. We'll let you have. It. So I put you Zach at three points. Scott two points. But that was uh, yeah, Mighty because Wings. You by also Treat had Guile stage featured Air Force stuff in it. So I can get where these guys went with that. Oh yeah. And it, it actually, once you hear that song, you're going to be like, oh, <laughs> you're going to know it. Because I, I listened to it when I found out this information. And I was like, yes, I know this song. And it reminded me of Ken's stage. <laughs> okay. All right. So next question was, how many different game versions of Street Fighter 2 were made? Scott, you answered five. Oh, my Zach, God. You answered, Terribly wrong, Scott. Zach, you answered 20. Yes, I did. Zach, you were closer, but you were still off by four. Oh, there's too 24? many. Oh, there's there only 16. 16. Okay. Now, this is where, this is kind of a tricky question, I'll admit. So, there's actually 10 fighting games. Mm. Okay. I'll name them for you Street Fighter 2, The World Warrior, it's an arcade version. Yeah. Street Fighter 2, Champion Edition, which is also arcade. Right. Street Fighter 2, The World Warrior console version. Street Fighter 2, Turbo Hyper Fighting. Street Fighter 2, Special Champion Edition. Super Street Fighter 2, The New Challengers. Super Street Fighter 2, The Tournament Battle, Super Street Fighter 2, Turbo, Good Street Fighter God. 2 on the Game Boy, Street Fighter 2 <laughs> Movie, which is based on the animated movie, but and it only came games. out in Japan. You say anything about movies. No, no, no. This Street Fighter 2 movie game oh. was based oh, on the yeah, Street Fighter 2 animated movie. movie. with Jean-Claude Van Damme. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Street Fighter, Street Fighter 2 movie oh, was based was an on an animated, animated on movie oh, gotcha. okay. that they made in Japan, and this game only came out on the PlayStation and the Saturn in Japan. Oh, God. It did not release in the United States. No wonder. It's probably shitty. And then there were six that were non-fighting games, but they were still labeled as Street Fighter 2 games. Street Fighter 2 Pinball. Puzzle. Street oh, Fighter 2 World Warriors Card Game. Puzzle Fighter. Street Fighter 2's LCD Handheld. Mm. Street Fighter 2 Board Game. Street Fighter 2 Spin Fighters. And a Street Fighter 2 Slot Machine. Uh, well, you missed uh, the Puzzle <laughs> oh, Fighters God. then, so 17. No, Puzzle Fighters is not Street Fighter 2. It's just Street Fighter 2 Puzzle Fighter. That's what you just said, Street Fighter 2 Puzzle Fighters. No, no, no. Street Fighter Puzzle Fighter. Oh, not they didn't Fighter have two. two in there. What well, had the characters mm-hmm. for Street Fighter Two? Because Street Fighter didn't have Chun Li and Ken and Rue and, and all well, those. Yeah. Well, technically, it's still not considered a Street Fighter oh. Two game. Well, screw those guys. I'm going on. <laughs> so that makes <laughs> sixteen versions of Street Fighter Two. So who <laughs> I know that's that? nobody. No, neither one of you got that one correct. Which is hard. What's that the was bonus I did question. not. 
There was no bonus question for that. What a whore. <laughs> <laughs> so, I did not expect y'all to get that one right, but I thought it'd be fun to talk about. I was pretty close. I, I don't know why you guessed five, though. <laughs> he just he named off a few. He's like five. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, I'm tired. Of I named all five. of them. I named all of them. I could remember. <laughs> I didn't name any. I just said fucking number and moved on because I knew there was a lot of them because I've got one on my switch right now. Okay. Yeah. Did you name that one? Uh, no, no, we list? didn't name that. One. Well, that one's a different game. Yeah, well, it's still kind of it. It's eh. Eh. Mm-hmm. It's it's just another. Of the other ones. It's like oh. Street Fighter 2, whatever. Actually, like there the was a 30th, uh, or yeah, 30th anniversary or 25th anniversary? Uh, 30th anniversary. Yeah, so there you go. There's another one that you, so 17. Uh, yeah, it was a different <laughs> game. We're going with that number, 16. Whatever. Next question. <laughs> Next question. Gorbachev. Which Russian president <laughs> makes an appearance in the game? Now, let's check the score real quick. In Scott, you have three. I mean, Zach, you have three. Scott, you have two. All right, that's the points right Does there. Scott know this because he's old as fuck? All right. Which Russian president makes an appearance in the game? Scott named Mikhail Gorbachev. Zach named Mikhail Gorbachev. The correct answer is Mikhail Gorbachev. Oh, my right. God, is really? That? Good job. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only the sh- one I know besides Putin. So I don't think there was any in between, was there? I don't think no. so. Well, the strange- if there was, I don't remember him. So you know Zangief, right? Yes. Yeah. The strange suited guy who appears at the end when he's in his fighting campaign just to have a bit of a dance that is former Russian president Mikhail Gorbachev. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so Zach, I put you at four. Scott, that's you at three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Trivia question number seven. True or false? The Hadouken isn't actually a fireball. Scott, you answered true. Zach, you answered true. The correct answer is true. But it's not a fireball, a nor is it a nor is it a ball of energy. Then why does it show him summoning up a fucking ball of energy in the goddamn cutscene? The, the Hadouken is actually the shape of Ryu's hands, colored yeah. blue to make it look more menacing. Damn! So he just, it's just his, his hands. hands. Yeah, but how, so he's, he's throwing energy. his hands across the. <laughs> yes, but he's projecting energy. They do not call it an energy. It's not. But so it's, here's yeah. my hands, bitch. I mean, yeah. If you look at it real close, you'll see his hands like flying through the air. They're just painted blue. But uh, what I'm saying, though, he doesn't. He's not. It still has to be. It has to be an energy, energy projection. I mean, just, it's it's just a cheap. Read it up. Read up on it, guys. It's a cheap projection. It has to. be. It's kinetic. That's, that's the official because it hits things. It's got to be kinetic. Of, uh, kinetic that's the of official something. description of it from Capcom. Well, it's Capcom, you're a bunch of fucking mo- uh, fools <laughs> anyway, because you make, you've made shitty games lately. But anyway, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Except right, for Mega so. Man 11. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so five, next question. five to four now, right? Correct. Five to four. Zach's in the lead. All right, the next question was, true or false? Chun-Li originally had a weaker power gauge because women are weaker. Scott, you answered true. Zach, you answered false. The correct answer is true. Oh, my God, Capcom. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Awful. (laughs) According according to designer Yoshiki Okamoto, he was going to make Chun-Li's power gauge shorter than the rest of the characters because... Women are not as strong. Oh, my God. I bet he's not married, or if he was, his dick is gone. I'm just saying. 
<laughs> so yeah. that is La- five. Lorena five. Bobbitt. <laughs> Took care of that guy. When I seen that, I laughed so hard. Oh but that's like that's hilarious. That's fucked up. That that's the nineties people right there. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but they decided not to, to not do that. I, I can see run. why. But anyway, <laughs> uh, do we want major backlash from every woman in the world, especially now that Me Too's around? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you don't want any Me Too off of Street Fighter. <laughs> Street Fighter Me Too. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> my God. <laughs> That's the new game that's coming out soon. That's the new version. Look, that out. Look for that on your shelf soon. New like from every, Capcom. If you, if you pick Chun Li, you automatically win the game as soon as you pick. Her. Right. Because <laughs> all men fall to her. No, it's the it's they just don't give a fuck, and they're like, "Nah, I'm good." No, I'm not wanna, touching her. She's gonna sue me. Yeah, I don't want to be put in jail. <laughs> Damn. Okay, next question. Oh, that's good. That's good. Trivia question number nine is: Who is stronger, Ken or Ryu? You both answered Ryu. You both are incorrect. Why is Ken stronger? Now here, I'll tell you why. It's a question. Ree, you can throw his fucking hands. What can Ken do? Throw a fireball. Whoop the fucking wow. So here's the problem. Here's the question. Here's the answer. Ken is the answer because as Yoshiki Okamoto revealed in an interview, the original game, Ryu still has a special counter system implemented. Meaning, if he is hit immediately after performing a Sharukan, which is the Hadouken fireball yeah. thing, he will take absolutely massive damage. Hmm. Ken's, Ken's counter system was removed, but the programmers forgot about poor Ryu. So, in the game, when Ken performs the same move and you hit him, he doesn't take as much damage. But when Ryu performs it, he takes massive damage. So okay. in the original game, he is weaker than Ken. But as far as story mode goes, Ryu is stronger because Ryu tra- trained Ken. But I mean, that, if you can take it, sometimes the student becomes stronger than the teacher. Well, that's Not true. in this case, because Ryu is the featured fighter on all the games, and he's the one that is shown to win every tournament. But so is Ken. Ken's in it all the time. Ken's not in the cutscenes in the beginning of the games. You know, like when the arcade <laughs> is just chilling there, you see Ryu's hands being thrown out of a ball of energy. Yeah, not but Ken's. that doesn't mean you're the most. Just because you're a featured player doesn't mean you're the most powerful. It does. What did they say? Do, that? What did they do with athletes on the games? Whoever's MVP usually or Rookie of the Year, shit like that. So they're the best of the best, right? So who's there. stronger than the Incredible Hulk or Iron Man? It's going to be uh, the Incredible Hulk, and he has his own games. But Iron Man is the featured character in the movies. Not all of them. He has He's Iron Man. The lead. He's the leader. He's not the lead in the Avengers. He's he was the, lead the leader. Leader. He was one of the leaders of the Avengers. Cap- no. He and Thanos Captain America was the leader. Of the Hulk Avengers is considered boys. a side Thanos. character in the Avengers. Yep. He is not one of the main leaders. The Hulk has Hulk his own comic books. The Hulk has his own movies. He does, but he's not the leader in the Avengers when they're all together. There's technically no leader of the Avengers. Iron anyway, Man is one of the biggest. He's one of the most influential people. Iron he Man is, and Captain America that doesn't are make the leaders him stronger. of the Avengers. <laughs> so, you tell me. Obviously, Just because you're the lead guy, they, don't mean you're the most Okay, the so David Banner is not the strongest, but if you go with Hulk, Hulk is the strongest because he's bigger and stronger. And uh, Iron Man is a fucking suit. Yeah, but Hulk might be stronger, but Hulk can't be a leader because Hulk is almost a mindless rage monster. 
That's why he Correct. leads the way. Come follow me, bitches. Here Which, we go. We didn't ask who was the fucking leader. We asked who was stronger. Just because Ryu is focused on it doesn't mean he's stronger. He is the strongest one. He kills everybody. He kicks everybody's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Why okay. point was proven. But Iron Man doesn't we'll kick we'll anybody's agree, disagree. ass. We'll agree, agree Obviously, to disagree. Obviously, he can't sir. kick Thanos' ass. So we got to get to the last question. We're tied at right, five let's points. Let's go, ten. I, I lost this one for damn sure. How many difficulty levels exist on the console ports? You, Scott answered two. Zach answered three. You're both incorrect. It's four. It is eight. Eight. What? There are eight different difficulty settings from one star to eight stars. Although the game's difficulty is reasonable overall. No, look at the fucking menu, dude. One star to eight stars on the console versions. It's in there. Hold on. Okay. I've always... I thought it was like easy, normal, possibly hard, but I never noticed a star system. It's in there. Of course, I never much changed the difficulty either. I just played it at whatever it was on. Which console version are we talking about? Are we talking about Street Fighter 2 Turbo Hyper Fighting? Are we talking about... Right here. Street Fighter 2... It did the have console a, version. That's turbo. Okay. It, yeah, there was stars. And that I, was the new challengers that I see stars. That was in the console versions. Yeah. Super Street oh, Fighter 2, the new it. challengers, had stars. They had, star, they had stars. That's just, that's, but, trust me on this guy. And some, but some of them had easiest, easy, stuff like that as well. So still it's hard to say. Anyway, eight difficulties. Where's our bonus question? <laughs> I don't have one. Well, then you fucking fail as a game show host. <laughs> Let's see. Maybe I do. Let's see. Hold on. Uh, da, 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 da. I'll come up with one. How about that? Hold on. I can do this. I'll and get you one. I did not expect a tie here. The way, the way we answer this is not saying it, but we're going to type you a secret message in Discord. So I'm ready. That way, we both get a chance at answering. So you're talking about just a direct message, not posted in chat, right? That's yeah. That would obviously mean secret. So what are you going to send me? A message in Discord with the okay, answer once you ask the question. Okay. Like Jeopardy. Right. Got you. Got this. All right. Here you go. In the 90s, what toy company bought the toy rights to Street Fighter 2? I got an answer from Scott. Got an answer from Destro or Zach. And the answer, Zach answered Bandai. Scott answered Hasbro. The correct answer is Hasbro. Fuck you, Hasbro. <laughs> you already had the reason. The, the reason I know this. The reason I know this is because Street Fighter Two had GI Joe action figures, and Hasbro made GI Joe. Oh, that's a very good point. That could very be why point. the Fortnite characters look like GI Joe. I don't know. Yerp. 
<laughs> does Fortnite own does Does Hasbro make the Fortnite characters? I don't know. I don't know if they do. I have to look at them next time I see them. Hold on, I'm going to look it up. So while you're looking that up, Street Fighter Two. No, it's made by like Jazzwares, whatever the fuck that is. Yeah, <laughs> who knows? So let's talk about let's finish up. I'm going to wrap up Street Fighter Two sure. just by saying that it's one of my it's my favorite fighting game. I like it better than Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I did, too. I don't know about we that, played, anyway. played this game a lot on Super Nintendo is where I mostly played it. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. Played, we played all the versions. Turbo Edition is one of my favorite, I think. Because it had, like, the fat your character. You could make it faster, faster, yeah. Mm-hmm. I really like that. I and played through play with all Vega, the characters. Yeah, you could use Vega, who was, like, basically the male Chun-Li. It was Vega, um, Sagat, uh, M. Bison, and... Balrog. Balrog, yeah. Um... And it's just a great the, the bosses were awesome. M. Bison was fun to fight. He was a, a dickhead. He's man. a fucking he yeah. cheater. He yeah. was a dickhead to fight. Yeah. I always played Chun Li against him where I could kick him. But this game provided I know it provided all of us hours and hours. Of course. Of I mean, oh yeah, we played it. It was insane. <clears throat> we played the hell got out of it, this game. I've got it on the Switch as well. And it's obviously one of the most influential it is the most influential fighting game. It is the fighting game. It's where fighting games got their style. It's why all these fighting games exist now. More combat exists because of this game. Yep. So this game basically influenced Paved all the, the way, other ones. boys. And girls. Paved the way. Showed it. Showed you how a game, a fighting game, can be done. And it's really, really fun. And it was fun doing the tribute thing with you guys. I thought that was pretty good. Scott, yeah, cheated. it was pretty neat. I didn't cheat. He looked it up. <laughs> I didn't see. I knew the answer. Scott with the six point to five point win. Oh, in a bonus round though, so it was close. Give y'all that. Y'all did. Y'all did fine. I did throw y'all some tough questions. I some. forgot about Hasbro as a company. Sorry, Hasbro. Send me some <laughs> free <G>. Joe's. <laughs> well, Bandai did Power Rangers, so. Well, they also did what else? I uh, couldn't tell. Ninja Turtles, probably. No. I'm just kidding. I don't know. No, I wasn't in Turtles, but um, that's all I got for Street Fighter 2, guys. I hope you enjoyed that segment. It was pretty long, but I think it, it was pretty fun. So, that was a fun way to do that. So, yeah, that, that, that was that was pretty cool. I liked it. They did it. Dragon Ball, uh, Tamagotchis. Uh, <laughs> Is that oh still God. looking good? Tamagotchi, <laughs> Jesus. Pac-Man, Big Hero 6, uh, Godzilla, whatever the fuck that is. That's a joke. Come on, guys. <laughs> and of course they did Power Rangers but it's not fucking listed <laughs> anyways anyways that is all we have for Street Fighter 2 so we're going to take a break right here Holla. we're going to do we're going to do a soundtrack spotlight on Street Fighter 2 oh yeah why are we picking um, Street Fighter 2 for this when Guild Wars 2 obviously has better music if you want hey if you I'm want to Guild Wars 2 you can ride <laughs> it, it out it does have pretty good though no, you, you go it, ahead with Street Fighter. It's fine. <laughs> so Street Fighter 2 will be your soundtrack spotlight, guys. Enjoy it. When After the little break here, we're going to talk to Zach about some Guild Wars 2, find out what it's all about, and see if he can convince me to play it again. I don't know. <laughs> we'll Chris, see. Chris doesn't have the dedication to play Guild Wars 2, so we're, we're <laughs> So we'll see if he even wants to try to convince me. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, guys. Enjoy this soundtrack spotlight. We'll see you right afterwards. Hey soundtrack enthusiasts, it's Chris again. I know, it's always me, but thank you for listening to this episode's Soundtrack Spotlight. 
Reminder, today's soundtrack spotlight is brought to you by Horton Brothers Grimm Season 1 Commemorative T-Shirt. Click the link in the podcast description to buy one and support our podcast. Yes, Street Fighter 2 is such an awesome fighting game and has a great legacy of just being an all-around badass game. The great thing about Street Fighter 2 is that it's memorable not only for its iconic gameplay, but it also has one hell of a soundtrack. I'm not going to go into many details about the composer, Yoko Shimomura. Just know that this dude is one kick-ass music creator. Instead, I just want to get right into playing some of this great soundtrack music for you. First up is the main theme. Try not to find yourself layered in memories of nostalgia after listening to a bit of this gem. Secondly, my favorite fighter is Ken and I love his theme song. Hadouken you like this! Next, find victory in this short and sweet victory screen theme. Finally, saving best for last is my favorite stage theme. Guile's music is just too damn good, and I will let him introduce this clip for you. Okay, that is all the tracks I'll share because I know you don't have time to listen to them all. But if you want to hear more, check the link down in the podcast description and get lost in the sweet sounds of Street Fighter 2. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to buy your very own Horton Brothers Grimm Season 1 commemorative t-shirt by clicking the link in this podcast description. Now let's get back to the show. Alright guys, welcome back. Hope you enjoyed the soundtrack spotlight of Street Fighter 2. Awesome soundtrack, I know. Great game. Play it. If you never play Street Fighter 2, what, what are you doing? Just pause this podcast and go play it right now. Buy a Switch. That. Buy it on that Switch. And, Let and us just know your name and we'll play you. A little free information. Street Fighter 2 is actually on the Super Nintendo Classic Edition. Hey. Oh, nice. Um, we need yeah. to charge for that. Yeah, that's... Y'all make sure y'all send us to our non... We don't have a Patreon account, but send it to us anyway. <laughs> for the information. <laughs> but now we're on to the current day game. And this game is Guild Wars 2. And Zach, you are the Guild Wars 2 expert here. So. Well, let's don't go as far as saying expert. I know a little bit about this game because I play this game. <laughs> so, um, of course, you're, you have the four, my friend. Go I still it. play this game. Uh, this game... Uh, initial release date was August 28th of 2012, and I played the beta of this 
there's a lot of stuff that was in the beta that they didn't I guess they didn't carry over into the um, actual game later on but this game's been around uh, of course now what is it 415 2019 is when we're recording this podcast mm-hmm. and so we're approaching seven years of this game and we'll touch base a little bit on the game I played before this or let's say parallel to this um, I played the first Guild Wars at the same time I played World of Warcraft because they came out around the same time World of Warcraft did and Guild Wars, uh, the first Guild Wars. And, right. of course, Guild Wars had many expansions. Well, those expansions, except for Eye of the North, were actually individual games themselves. So you didn't have to actually have uh, what they called prophecies back then. You could just buy the next set of games because it was its own game. And now, hmm. if you wanted to go into like the world that prophecies were set in, you'd have to buy that and yada yada yada. So, saying that, um, technically, I've been playing Guild Wars for the same amount of time I played WoW until let's see, WoW. I actually quit probably around August, September of last year. Yeah. So, really long time. Uh, these games have you know as far as they've been existing. So they didn't copy you know Blizzard with World of Warcraft or anything like that. They they had their own game. And it, and has done really well over these years. Now, with Guild Wars 2, of course, we started out with the core game, is what they're calling it now, because you can actually play the core game and, I think, Heart of Thorns for free now. Yeah, um, yeah and then, I think that's right. Yes, and so Heart of Thorns was the first expansion they put out. I don't remember the exact... Uh, what do you want to call it, uh, release date of that. But once they did, they introduced uh, gliding into the game, which was pretty fun. Uh, so it helps you get around the world a little uh, a little easier. But they also designed these little things called masteries to help you with uh, wanting to glide everywhere. <laughs> so if you didn't do these masteries, you didn't... Um, you couldn't upgrade certain aspects of your gliding or using certain mushrooms in the area or or just different things like that. Making you making yourself where you wouldn't take as much magical damage in certain places because they also introduce raids uh, in Heart of Thorns. And the raids are not like you would play on like World of Warcraft or anything like that. You had only 10 people. Uh, Guild Wars 2 uh, broke away from... Uh, the Holy Trinity in your normal MMOs uh, or MMORPGs uh, by having a healer, a tank, and DPS. Uh, Everybody has their own heal. Everybody can DPS. Uh, Everybody technically can tank if you really want to get out there and get your ass kicked. Um, Now, when they did release Heart of Thorns, there was a secondary um, elite spec you could make. Uh, so you weren't just a warrior. You could be, you know, a berserker or something like that. So what would happen is Mesmer actually ended up being uh, the tank, which was really crazy. That and a thief, I think, uh, could be a tank. No, it was a revenant. Yeah, it was a thief. Uh, but you would set yourself up in certain uh, talents and specs of your armor that allowed you to grab the aggro of the boss or the enemies in the area. Um, so if you weren't set up correctly, or let's say one of your DPS comes into the fight and they're wearing the spec, you know, they're wearing the attribute toughness, 
that would actually piss off the monsters and have them attack them instead of the tank, which was designed, mm. yeah. So anytime you had that, we'd have to like stop and you know talk to everybody, hey, who's wearing toughness, blah, 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 or how much toughness do you have? And we had to make sure the tank had toughness that was more than everybody else. Otherwise, they're not the tank. Somebody mm-hmm. else is. And uh, healers, uh, there's not, like I said, there's not really a set healer, but the ranger spec actually had the ability uh, to be a druid, which was uh, like a secondary type of thing. But you could attack with the druid, you could heal with the druid. Uh, Elementalists had a a healing uh, attribute you could do, guardians, uh, Mm -hmm. but they're not main healers. So your druid would be the one that would you know, be your main healer. Now, as far as the Mesmer go, they were called, uh, it's like a, something about chronological, you know, about time. So basically what they would do is they could put you in this bubble that would accelerate your abilities. Um, and all the while it would actually preserve those abilities and then it'll let you do it again. So you were able to do a lot of burst energy, a lot of, uh, multiple casting of the same, um, abilities while you're in the raids and or groups. Uh, now this game does have a level cap of 80, which you know Guild Wars One had a level cap of 20. So yeah. oh with, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with that level cap of 20 in regular Guild Wars, everybody's like, "What the hell do I do now?" Uh, mm-hmm. Because once you hit 20, you're you haven't even hit the tip of the iceberg of this game on Guild Wars One. So when I hit level 80 in Guild Wars Two. I was only, uh, I was uh, near uh, the last zones that were available in the core game. I wasn't all the way down there. I I didn't have gear for shit. And back in the day, you had to wear, like, you had to gather gear that had magic find on it. Now, they did have ability uh, or things in the game that you could increase your luck with uh, back then as well. But you had to get them from... Um, uh, salvaging weapons or whatever. And uh, you had very limited bag space. Uh, there was, I think there was always a way you could deposit stuff into your bank uh, from your bags. Yeah. Uh, but you still had small bags. You um, Unless you were just using your father's credit card or parents' <laughs> credit cards, you didn't have gems and stuff where you could just buy um, or, you know, change those gems to gold where you could just buy stuff off the, uh, what they call the... Uh, the trading post or auction house for any other game or, you know, where you buy, sell and trade with uh, other characters or other actual people in the game. So is this game, since it was, they was offering a free version of it. Is that something they were doing to make money with too? It was like, had like transactions like that. No. Um, once they re- reached 5 million, I think sales, then they made it free. And that was in 2015. So three years you had to buy the game. And, um, of course, it's free to play. There's no subscription. It's, uh, so you would just buy the game and play it for free. And they would maintain their servers and everything with microtransactions. Yes, I know I talk about it all the time. I hate microtransactions. I didn't really like microtransactions for this, but there is in no way makes you um, better at the game than someone else. Because you're right, yeah. You you could only buy bag space or uh, cosmetic costume stuff or whatever, right? Well, you could buy gems and then convert that to gold, but all that does give you uh, is the ability to buy maybe a legendary weapon or what they call a precursor in the game 
because uh, a lot of I had to actually make my own legendary, and it took four years to do so because I had to gather a bunch of shit. And mm-hmm. I do believe I used uh, y- y'all's accounts as well uh, to yeah. gain <laughs> some gold and stuff like that for uh, different things I needed to. You know, or actually, I, I stockpiled the uh, materials that I was getting from your uh, what they call laurels, which is a uh, one of the one of the many currencies in the game. So yeah, I mean, yeah. you had gold, laurels, um, shit, karma, and then in other areas, there's different things you can get. Shit can, karma, yeah, shit karma. Uh, <laughs> a strange one. <laughs> oh my god! You could actually pick up trophies during uh, dynamic events. You know, that's one thing that this game was known for was their dynamic events as well. Uh, there were similar um, games that came out. And I think it was uh, one of them was Rift uh, that had events and stuff like that. Of course, it didn't do as well as Guild Wars 2, but, you know, that's what happens when you have clunky uh, animation in your game. Um, And let's talk about more of the events and exploring. Uh, So this game encourages you to actually go and explore and different things like that. It actually rewards you with uh, these things called um, a gift. Um, and I forget the exact name of the gift you get for exploring everything. Um, I actually got the gift for exploration before they changed how you get it. So now you can just, uh, look all over the whole core game map. Uh, I think it was the, uh, it's just the first part of the game. So you explore that map, you get this gift. Now beforehand, uh, you had to actually go into the world versus world part and complete those maps too. So let's say you're running from an angry mob of people just where you can look at a point of interest. Okay, you run it up there and you get credit for being on the map. If they murder you, you have to go back to a waypoint and walk back to where the fuck you were mm-hmm. <laughs> during this fight. So if you weren't very good at PvP, uh, you really just running the entire time because... But for Heart of Thorns, there was no way to glide. There was no mounts. Uh, the mounts only came out in Path of Fire. And Path of Fire is the latest uh, addition uh, to Guild Wars 2, which, you know, it takes place in, you know, another part of, you know, a story where, uh, what is it, Balthazar has, has started fucking with people and, you know, he needs to be murdered. Uh and you know you do just that and murder course, him. Yeah. I haven't gotten to raid in the new raids, which I really want to, but I just haven't had, I guess, focus on the game. I, I get on and play, and I do the old stuff. You know, I go and kill like Tequadol and uh, bosses and shit like that that are world. You know, there's the world bosses, and you go and murder those guys for fun. And sometimes you get lucky and get a chest or something. You get an ascended weapon, which uh, you can always make ascended weapons, but it costs a lot less to get one for free. Right. Excuse me. Excused. So, yeah, I'm excused. I've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to talk too in depth about you know the combat stuff like that, even though it is action based combat. So if you're used to, I don't know if anybody's ever played a game called Terra. Uh, even though Terra came out after Guild Wars Two, um. You could move your mouse. Uh, you can actually set it to where you can play action combat, or you can play by clicking your, um, you know, your abilities and things like that. Now, of course, I played by clicking the abilities for a really long time until someone said to me, "Oh, you, it's easier if you do this." So I set it up to where um, 
I have like macros or keybinds basically is what it what I use. It's like shift and one will cast my heel. Uh, because the first five abilities is always based off your weapon. Uh, so, you know, depending on which uh, class or profession you're using and then which weapon you're using would be your first five skills. Now, six is always your heal. The next three uh, would be just, you know, things that would unlock later on after you've leveled up. And then there's a the 10th skill is an elite skill and you only have 10 skills. Uh, at any given time. Um, now, Guild Wars 1, they gave you this plethora of skills for each character, and I'm talking about a shit ton. So once you hit 20, you start accruing these uh, skill points. Uh, so with the skill points, you'd actually buy skills. I had every skill for every character you could want in that game because I just leveled up constantly uh, from the things I was doing. And then you would select your 10 skills in a town, and then you would be you would walk out into a portal and you'd be in an instance. Now with Guild Wars 2, it's an open world where you have some things that are instance, like your dungeons um, and your rapes. Rapes? Rapes. Yeah, the rapes. You dummy. Rapes. <laughs> I'm going to say, I don't know if I want to join this part of the game. This guy. Okay, the so. Rapes. Like how much? How much do you want this shit karma, sir? <laughs> I guess you get you're getting way way out of weirdness here. Okay, so join the rapes area and get anyway bypassing <laughs> Mister Weirdo. Um, <laughs> professions include mesmer, guardian, necromancer, elementalist, warrior, thief, engineer, ranger, and then. They bring in a Revenant. Now, Revenant showed up during Heart of Thorns. And I'm not sure why it says, um, from the stuff I read, I did write this in my notes. It says, this profession is exclusive to Guild Wars 2 Heart of Thorns and Guild Wars 2 Path of Fire. Um, so basically, if you buy Path of Fire, you're going to get the Heart of Thorns version. But if you buy the Heart of Thorns version, you're still going to have the Revenant either way. So right. all they had to do was say it was one. Um, but instead they decided, ah, we're just going to put this in here. Uh, one of the key factors of this game is your personal story. So you're not just getting in an MMO and running around and doing what people say. There's really absolutely no quests. Uh, it's all event-based or like item collection, uh, stuff like that. Like I'm trying to collect stuff to make my... Um, I guess it's the second set of experimental Envoy armor. Um, and it, it eventually will lead to legendary armor. So I'm not sure how many years it's going to take me to make that stuff, but I have to do raids to get it. Um, <laughs> so that's going to be a bitch. And, uh, but back to your personal story. So for a long time in the core game, you will follow your personal story. Um, things that will unlock after you finish your personal story are the living world uh, story events. Of course, right now there's one that you can't do anymore that featured a villain named Scarlet. Uh, she went insane um, studying uh, like these ley lines uh, that was like mystic energy from the earth. And uh, she went crazy studying all of that shit. So in... Heart of Thorns, you actually get to see 
some other types of weirdness um, in in different areas where you find um, in Guild Wars One there was a a boss named Glint uh, that was protecting her eggs or something. Anyway, you go kill her, and uh, it was like the shit. It was like the dragons and all this other crap was trying to take over, and you find Glint's. Uh, I guess it's a a female dragon, her daughter, and uh, Glint's son, or yeah, was in the desert part of the world. I'm not going to say anything because if you want to play the story, I'm not going to say anything further than that. But spoil it. Spoil no, I'm not it. spoiling anything. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it. So, anyways. Of course, this game incorporates, um, you know, events and stuff like that, much like a lot of games do, uh, where you have, um, right now, we have Super Adventure Box going on. I think it might be over by now. Nope, it goes into the 18th. So you got three days to play Super Adventure Festival, uh, which puts you in like this um, Minecrafty Mario 8-bit world. And you mm-hmm. have to do things, kill bosses in a certain way. And looks super soft to me. Dude, it's pretty crazy. Um, soft. It's looks super, like a super soft birthday party. Looks like a super adventure festival to me. <laughs> and of course, we do a Lunar New Year every year. Um, what else do we do? We do, we have the Christmas stuff, but they call it... Uh, shit, what do they call it? I don't know. It's pretty funny. Shit karma fest. They have a Dragon Ball festival. Um, that hey, was, they stole that. That's I think from the Lunar New Year. Dragon Ball Fest. Oh, that's it, Dragon Ball, bro. Oh, where do you think they got Dragon Ball from, dude? They stole it from Dragon Ball. <laughs> they didn't get it from Dragon Ball. They did. No way in hell. They stole it. Let's do this. This play. This, this this. I don't know about this game. It's got rape and shit karma. Dude, you gotta. They're still in Dragon Ball. Supposed to be serious and talk about things. <laughs> what? Kill me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm I trying to it. be some comic relief here. I'm sorry. What do you need comic relief for? We're talking about a video game that kicks ass. Oh, yeah, I mean, I like Guild Wars Two. Is cool, but I can't. Like you said earlier, I can't focus on it because so much to do. You gotta. You gotta put a lot of time into That's it. That's what I'm saying. It's that you gotta make an effort, okay? You can't be one of these uh, special snowflakes that wants everything handed to them. <laughs> Damn! For you can't be sake. shit karma. You can't be shit karma. That's right. So let's talk a, <laughs> a little bit about some. Uh, I don't know, player versus environment. Uh, that's sort of what I've been talking about. Your story journal. You got world bosses. You got dungeons. Um, Map completion. So to complete maps, you have to do renowned hearts, points of interest, hero challenges, uh, vistas, which would be uh, where you would climb up real high and you know get like a a little CGI thing of uh, the landscape where you can look around. And then there's waypoints where you can like move around the map quicker if you click on them. Um, Structure PvP. Everybody. Uh, basically has the same weapons, armor, and it is based off skill or your ability to hit some buttons quicker than somebody else, which kind of evens the playing field so you don't have to... I mean, people can have legendary stuff, but it doesn't make them any stronger than you. Uh, It just looks better. 
so it's it's really a fashion wars out there. But there is uh, people that are crazy good at PvP, and then they they also have tournaments and stuff like that. And most likely, people play this professionally. I haven't checked into it, but you know, it's whatever. That's probably true. I mean, with the PvP situation. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty good PvP structure. They're one of the um, first PvPs that I enjoyed other than uh, World of Warcraft, like arenas and stuff like that. Hmm. One of the things I remember about playing this game, because I, I played it for a little while, was the uh, the jumping puzzles. You know, you had to jump up and climb to reach certain vistas or whatever and then you had to do the jumping puzzles to get to different parts of the map or different uh didn't they have chests and stuff at the ends of them and stuff? yeah if you get to the end of those they'll have chests or you know just different other achievements you would get for climbing up them uh there is one way to bypass a lot of those is to uh, befriend a mesmer and they can actually open a portal if they're good enough to get up there mm-hmm. uh, they can open a portal and you know bypass some of them. now there's some of them that have these little checkpoints in them that you have to go through and it doesn't give you credit and you won't be able to open the chest at the end it's pretty crazy right. um, you have to hear like this little chime when you uh pass certain areas it's pretty crazy and um let's see yeah jumping actually wasn't in guild wars one unless you did an emote <laughs> yeah. so it was pretty crazy as I well. remember that. You couldn't jump. Right. If you hit space bar, you would run at whatever the fuck you had targeted. Mm-hmm. Dude, can we talk about Guild Wars 1 for a second? I know we're talking about Guild sure, Wars Sure, let's go ahead. Um, Tonic played this. I played it. I played it, I, well, at least the first, like, well, I guess it's called Eye of the North one um, now. No, you played the first, the first one. Uh, the first one was Prophecies. Eye of the North was the actual, the only... Oh, okay thing that was an actual expansion you had to have the core game to play of the north and it also uh created you know the place where you can like store your armor that you picked up and shit like that for your achievements uh like your pets and stuff like that and then that actually bled over into guild wars 2 to where if you uh completed a certain number of those achievements you had actually get something in Guild Wars 2 for it. Either it be mm. a piece of uh, clothing, a pet, or a title. But go ahead and keep there, talking. There was one thing I remember about Guild Wars 1. There was this area where these big-ass worms came out of the ground. Worms or hydra? Oh, you're talking about the Droxnar run. Yes, and you'd always there was always guys like offering... Runs, you had to pay them something. I forget. Yeah, you pay them platinum. Was. Platinum, that's what it was. And yeah. I remember getting ran through that a few times. I, I think I ran you through that. You ran <laughs> it through once you got strong enough, yeah. Well, once I got all the... See, in Guild Wars 1, you had to go around collecting abilities, and there was only certain places you could get some of the abilities. Uh, so you had to go to certain areas to actually buy that ability from one of the uh, skill people. And then you also had um, elite skills that you had to get from certain bosses that would spawn in these instanced areas. Now, with instanced areas, 
uh, you would have randomly spawned bosses. So you would have to consistently like go into it, see if it spawned. If it didn't, you ran the hell back, and then um, you would uh, go back out and let it instance again to see if it spawned. So you had to keep trying to get certain things. I know my Necromancer had to uh, spawn this... Uh, it's like a shadow monster thing, uh, a certain one where I could get uh, what they called spiteful spirit, and it was one of the uh, stronger uh, elite skills that a necro uh, would have, and uh, you could do a lot of damage with that necro with that spiteful spirit ability. Yeah, that was um, that's just one of my big my I guess it's my favorite memory of that game was getting run through there because those worm things were pretty crazy. Yeah, if they knock you down, you're screwed. So if you you had somebody now see that was when uh, warriors uh, were your your better ones to run through there. But then they came out with uh, factions, um, which was you know its own game, but technically an expansion too. Uh, then you had the assassin that could actually run through there a lot better than the warriors could. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. I I like I like that game. I liked it a lot that the level twenty caps kind of made me not want to play it anymore, though. Well, the level twenty cap <laughs> was there to where you wouldn't, um, because every time you leveled, you got the skill thing, and you would want to have all the skills because in that game, in in part one, uh, which should be coming to Guild Wars two soon, uh, where you can make builds and save them and share them with people. So they could actually add it to their build and use those abilities that were given to them. Now, of course, Guild Wars 2 doesn't have just a plethora of skills like Guild Wars 1 had because uh, it would have been uh, a fucking mess. Uh, from some of the stuff I read, they actually wanted to focus on the quality of the skills versus the quantity of the skills um, where they wouldn't just overload everything um so that's why the skills are actually weapon based so whatever weapon uh that you hold in your hand that your 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 profession can actually wield uh then those skills uh would be presented to you in your bar now some things you can put in your offhand so they would have offhand skills and main hand skills in part two guild wars 2 very interesting. It's a pretty fun game, and, uh, you know, I usually play it nightly um, because daily, if you log in, you get a free gift, and uh, you log in for 30 days, you get to pick between certain things, and I always pick, of course, the laurels because uh, with the laurels, you will buy uh, heavy bags of materials and of crafting materials, and you, you, you can either A, sell those crafting materials, or... Or B, save them, uh, which I would always recommend. <laughs> because if you don't save them, you're going to need them when you make your legendaries and you're not going to have them and you're not going to have the gold to go spend on them. Yeah, that was, uh, it was one had with those dies. Oh, dude, the dies were awesome. I loved playing what we called pre uh, which would be the pre-searing in Guild Wars 1. After the searing, and you know, it's a little different. You had to, you know, 
deal with things in a different way. You'd have different cities you go to. But in pre-searing, you only had this one place you could go to as far as a town. And um, you would go out in certain places and just kill stuff, you know, over and over. I actually made it to like level 17 in pre-searing, which is very fucking long. Um, and you, you could uh, team up with somebody there and they could let you into where the char are, which are uh, an actual playable race on Guild Wars 2. Yes, and, they uh, are, yeah. It's pretty crazy in their little area, uh, Ascalon area, that uh, when you're out there playing in that area, the ghosts are like the bad guys, and they're Ascalonian people. Um, mm-hmm. And they're all pissed at the char. Um, well, technically, the Ascalonian people were the bad guys in that situation. So mm-hmm. it was pretty crazy. In, the, in Guild Wars 1, the, um, the king's son was like, turned into an undead it was fucking crazy and then he fought against you in one you know part of the story itself in part one it was a very deep story game dude this this game if you want a story uh, play this game uh, or even you know play Guild Wars 1 first if you have to play through the story you're not gonna have a I mean there's still people who play that game uh, but they mostly probably do all the speed runs of the of like Fisher of Woe and uh, Underworld and stuff like that. Um, but that story and it, yes, you're in the future uh, from what happened at Guild Wars um, in the, you know, in the first Guild Wars. Uh, but the story, you actually have the ability um, to guide that story by how you choose to do things, even in the creation of your character. You can say where you're from, uh, you know, you pick a crown, whatever. It's like little sections where you pick things and you can read um, different stuff, and you you pick your own story. So let's say you go into, um, you know, you'll pick the three things, and then your story will actually bleed out from that, which is pretty cool. And then after your personal story ends, you start doing uh, the living world, which you can only start at like, I forgot what season, it's like season four right now, but I'm, I think you can still buy like season two, the, the stories if you want to do that, but you have to buy them from the gym stores and it costs a little bit of money. Uh, but if you're like current with the game, you get those living stories for free unless you don't log in for a certain period of time. Hmm. So of course I get mine for free. So I know. <laughs> you're all over it yeah i gotta i gotta have it like the other day i log i usually log in to kill Tequado, which is the big dragon and uh if you haven't seen that fight look on uh my youtube channel and you will see a fight that i actually put up the other day um it's it's actually pretty fun still um i'm actually playing uh, with my guardian now is that the fight where you have to you 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 jump from different parts of the swamp area yes and have to to kill the what were they called the undead the risen well the risen and then there was the 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 snake people what were they uh shit i can't remember but they're uh they're out there too nagas <laughs> that's what i'm talking oh, about yeah, nagas. The, but yeah they're the risen nagas yeah so like the risen nagas you got them you got the little um cute little things that swim in the water that people like um the ones that look be, like murlocs yeah they'll be those are also risen all that stuff is risen that you're fighting because to the 
dead dragon or whatever. Mm. Um, so you you know that's how that happens. You know, you just have, but basically, you have to coordinate the map of people. And right. I have a commander tag that costs a lot of gold, by the way. Um, I have a commander tag, and you get people set up in certain areas. Like there's a south boats, a north boats, turrets. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, just plain old north. Uh, I can't remember where they call what they call it, but it's like right by the laser, and stuff will um, appear while the dragon you're fighting the dragon. So you have a big group of people fighting the dragon too, and the turrets are actually shooting the dragon. They have to do a certain ability to break down his defenses, and then they have to clean up poison on the ground. They have to heal people. They have to buff people with the turrets. So if you got stupid people in the turrets, uh, you're fucked. Uh, because nothing's ever gonna, everybody's going to die, and then Quaddle's going to make these little bone shields that you can't get through, and then mm-hmm. you're pretty much not going to kill him. So you're going to fail the event. Um, in all, there's like four events that actually take place in stages. Uh, so there's the main stage where you get him down to about uh, 75%-ish, something like that. Usually it takes just a few minutes if you got a good map. So you try to get there when the game restarts or resets, what they call it. Usually it's 7 o'clock right now, but when uh, time changes, it'll probably go back to 6, because that's how it happens. But I usually try to stay in one of the areas of the boats a little bit easier there. Uh, But once you break into stage 2, you actually have these little batteries that charge a mega laser. So... Mm -hmm. You got north, south, east, west. And you have to protect them from, again, more Risen. So you go murder all the Risen. And then Taquato gets shot down by the Mega Laser. And you just stack on uh, Taquato, which I think is a female. Uh, I'm not sure if it's a male or female. And you would do with the burn phase. So three, te- technically three phases. But after that first burn phase, you, if you're a good map... You don't really have to go back to uh, having a mob that gets, you know, healed by the turrets and everything. So you would just do the mega laser phase, you know, where you charge it and then you get shot down and you do three burn phases after you do the first phase. And then you kill him. And end of boss. So that's a walkthrough to the quad. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of information here today, everybody. Way Guild too Wars much. 2. Way too much. I think I'm. <laughs> I think I'm done talking about Guild Wars Two. Uh, the the thing I would say is try the game. It is free. Uh, free to play the core game. And I, I I'm not sure, but I do believe Heart of Thorns comes free with that um, as well now. And because you would need to buy uh, Path of Fire to get the mounts and stuff like that, but it's still not that expensive a game, and it's. Uh, you know, there's no uh, subscription fees. Mm-hmm. That is a big selling point for Guild Wars, for sure. That's why I, that's why I played the original one, because I was played WoW for a while, and then, and then that one came out, and it was like, no, no subscription. It's like, all right, let's try this. And it actually turned out pretty pretty fun. So I know Guild Wars 2 definitely has the same feel, or as being fun and being free after you purchase it. Free is definitely the one of the best things about it after you get involved get in the game. So oh, yeah. it's very accessible. What is November to April? How many months is that? 
Was that like six months? Okay, so five. Yeah, something like that. Uh, basic. Yes, yeah, five months. So in two thousand four, Warcraft was released, right? Something like mm-hmm. that. Um, in two thousand five, Guild Wars was released, and that was November of two thousand four. So actually, it was almost December. Uh, it's November twenty third, two thousand four. Was wow. Guild Wars came out April twenty sixth of two thousand five. Uh, yeah, pretty long standing MMO. Yeah, and factions came out in April twenty eighth of two thousand six. Nightfall came out October twenty sixth of two thousand six. Right, so same year, mm-hmm. two different games. Yeah, uh, and it was worth it. I bought both of them, and then Guild Wars Eye of the North came out in two thousand seven. And then you, you know, of course, you played that till um, 2012. So uh, that's a really long time for that game as well. So WoW and Guild Wars are probably the longest running MMOs, unless somebody still plays EverQuest out there or RuneScape. <laughs> and it probably is. I bet there's somebody that still plays RuneScape. <laughs> They're probably playing EverQuest as they listen to this, going, "Dang it, you better say EverQuest." On what, I don't think anybody plays EverQuest anymore, but if they do, uh, they need to wake the fuck up. Uh, it is now 2019, <laughs> and you're stuck in uh, a long time ago. I bet they still yeah. have dial-up. They haven't even moved out of their house. That's crazy. But that's well, all that's i got to say about Guild Wars 2, guys. Yeah, that's a lot of information. Very detailed. That's a very good description of the game, Zach. Good job. So, guys, hope you enjoyed that. Go check out that game. Um, and we're about to hit another break. This break, we're going to talk about uh, another podcast I'm a part of called the Disney Tonic. So I'm going to do a little commercial for that and check out that information. Hope you will go see us over there at the Disney Tonic and, and charge we'll you talk $10 about Disney stuff. for that plug. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to pay for that one. So that'll be a commercial for that. And afterwards, we're going to talk about the future game Borderlands 3 yeah. with Scott. Should be interesting. All right. And we're going to find out more about this exclusive six months to Epic Games. Those bastards. So enjoy this commercial. We'll see you in just a minute. Cool. Hey guys, Chris here. And today I wanted to take a break and tell you about the podcast that I'm part of called The Disney Tonic. Uh, My friend Wade and I co-host this show And it started out as a podcast talking about a trip we were planning, and then we did go on in February of 2019. But we also decided that we enjoyed this podcast so much that we wanted to do what we're calling Chapter 2. And I think Chapter 2 is probably one of the best things I've ever listened to. So you should go listen to it as well, because, I mean, I'm part of it. And Wade is awesome. I think you should go check him out. At the Briar Patch family on Instagram. He's really cool. And if you love Disney things, this is a podcast you're going to love. Now, I've, I've got a little clip for you here of a podcast that we recorded a few weeks ago. And it's called Which Mountain is the Mightiest? And we're having a, a debate on what mountain in Disney is the mightiest. Space Mountain. Big Thunder Mountain or Splash Mountain. And we have a great spirited debate debate about this. So check out this clip and afterwards we'll head back to the show. But if you will go 
check us out on Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes called The Disney Tonic. The links will be down in the description as well. Hope you enjoy this clip, and we'll see you for the third part of today's podcast afterwards. Thanks, guys. I think the mightiest mountain is Space Mountain. Because one, you're in space. Okay? Space is way up there. If you don't know if you've looked at it, space is up there, bro. It's way up there. And It's a, it's uh, a little up there. Yeah. Yeah. So already it's, it's big. It's way bigger <laughs> than Big Thunder Mountain. Big Thunder is stationary down here on the Earth. Um, big Thunder Mountain has longer lines. In my opinion, from what I saw, a lot longer lines, harder to get on to. Space Mountain is more accessible. They got two going at the same time. Okay, two separate tracks. They do, but I had, I don't think you rode Space Mountain without a fast pass, did you? I rode Space Mountain with mostly fast passes, yes, but I think we waited one time, but it wasn't okay. very long. Gotcha. Um. So yeah, I did that. Did have the advantage there. I'll give you that. That I did have the fast pass advantage. But why I think it's the mightiest is my main reasoning is because to me it's more thrilling and it's dark. You can't see very well in there. And to me that's more of an adrenaline rush than Big Thunder Mountain would be. Alright, welcome back everybody. We are here at the final segment. This extra long podcast that you're listening to right now, it's been a great one. I've been enjoying it. The Guild Wars 2 talk was good, Zach. Great, does a great job of detailing that game. Mm-hmm. I um, do like it. Lots of good info, man. And if there's something I skipped, you want to talk about it further, just let me know. Yeah, holler at him. And you'll 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 be able to, to communicate with him at his social medias. It's in the description if you want to check it now, but he'll tell you about it here in just a little bit. All right, so now we're to the third segment, Future Game. We're going to be talking about Borderlands 3 and Scott's. You have dug up some info for this game. So tell us all about it, my friend. All right, so your uh, basic info, of course, is Borderlands 3, Gearbox Software is the developer. I believe 2K is the publisher. I'll show um, you. Possibly, yeah. Um, the release date is September 13th of this year. Yeah, yeah, Platforms, yeah. PlayStation 4, Xbox, PC, and something interesting about the PC version of this game, it has what they call a timed exclusive with the Epic Game Store. It will only be available on the Epic Game Store for the first six months after release. Well, that has for PC. For PC, yes. Yeah. Disgraceful. Exposed. That that has been a point of contention, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. Tell those little, little precious snowflakes to shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, Borderlands 3... Is coming out this year. It's coming with four new Vault Hunters. All right. So you got Mose the Gunner, Amara the Siren, Flack the Beastmaster, and Zane the Operative. Also, something new to the franchise, we're rumored to have the ability to travel to other planets. Hey, hold on Pandora. a sec. Hold on a sec. You said that guy's name was Flack, but it actually looks like his name is Fluffork. 
it's FL4K. Now I don't know other than that. I it mean, that like says Flafork to me. Flafork. It's it's what? FL4K. I don't know. He's the Beastmaster. Flak. Flafork. The Beastmaster. It's Flak. He has the Flak. <laughs> okay. Is it Flak? Mos- <laughs> yes, it looks like Flak to me. Flafork. <laughs> anyway, so Flak. Yes, yeah, so Flak. Flak. Anyway, the Beastmaster. Mose the Gunner. Has the ability to summon a gun, um, a mech suit <laughs> that you can that you can use, and then Amara the Siren. She has uh, a ground pounding, ground pounding, six, a six armed attack as a siren. All right, oh, I'd yeah. let her pound me. Oh my god, what? Yeah, flak. Did I say that out loud. Flak or FL four K, however you choose to name Fluff, this guy, Fluff is is the Beastmaster. He has pets that he can command and control. Uh, Zane, the operative, is like I don't know. He's like an engineer. He's got gadgets and gun turrets and other a whole bunch of different stuff. A weasel so, walks into a bar. The bartender says, "Wow, I've never served a weasel before. What can I get you?" Pop goes the weasel. <laughs> Damn. Uh, and like I was saying, uh, it's a rumor that something new to this this friend to the franchise. They're giving us the ability to travel between worlds. We'll be able to go to other planets besides Pandora. So that should be interesting. There's gonna be yeah. You get to go like to this industrial city and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Or yeah. planet rather. Sorry. Yeah. The uh, the bad guys, the villains of the story, they're na- they're called the Calypso Twins. Uh, also, many characters from previous installments in the franchise will be returning. One in particular, you remember Tiny Tina, right? From Tiny Tina's yes, I do. Dragon assault on the Dragon Keep or she, whatever, and uh, she had the two. Um, did she have? Isn't that the one that was real crazy? And she had like. Two robots or two like stuff. Two, they were they were two rats, two rockets. Rabbits. Two, yeah, yeah. yeah two she missiles. Had two, two missiles that she named, but she had stuffed rabbits stuck taped to her. Right, right. Anyway, she's coming back as a grown up version of Tiny Tina. So Ooh. that should be interesting. Uh, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> you you never played the games much, did you? I played the first one a little bit. I'm working on it, but I'm catching up. But I don't know her. Right. Um, the, the enemies, you know, the psychos and the, the, yes, psychos, all the bad guys or whatever reportedly are smarter and have learned to work together and support each other in combat in battle. All right. Now the vault hunters have, let's see now, now vault, let's see now borderlands two, they had like, like there was like 72 million Weapons, you know, based because of the randomized combinations of perks and attributes to the guns, there was like 72 million guns. Well, this game claims to have at least a billion new weapons. Yes, there's even yes, a gun. Is. There's even a gun that will chase your enemies and hurl insults at them as they run. Guns with legs, man. That's going to be interesting. <laughs> I hope they're sexy legs. Oh, yeah. Now... I've been looking forward to this game because they've been showing, you know, different little snippets, different test footage of the, the, the game engine and stuff like that. I've been looking forward to it. It looks like it's going to be pretty cool. Um, I can't wait to see what the, you know, 
what what they have for us in this in this particular part of the franchise because you know I played uh, what was it the pre sequel that one was that one that was pretty one was, good I didn't like it, it, it was as much it, it was, as I did the first two right now I'll, I'll agree with you I didn't like it as much as the first two but now it was pretty good as far as giving a backstory as to why Handsome Jack was pissed off at the Vault Hunters of course I mean fuck your face gets ripped off for God's sake I mean you know right now this game also is going to have the split screen co-op so you can sit on your couch with your buddy and play the game on one TV at the same time that'll be interesting Ooh, that's very old school that's very old school this is one of the <laughs> one of the few franchises that has continued that particular tradition i like it that's good right now on to the 6 month timed exclusive okay yeah it's catching a lot of flack. A lot Should. of people don't like it because it's not going to be, it's not going to be on Steam <laughs> right away. Yes, for fork. Okay, <laughs> it's not going to be on Steam right away. It's only going to be available on PC for, mean, from flack? the Epic Game Store. Flack. Now, Pitchford has addressed this. You know, Randy Pitchford. He's like one of the big wigs with the with with Gearbox. And he's addressed this, and he says, look, guys, you know, he doesn't have any control over what 2K and the publishers are doing with it. He said, this kind of thing is going to keep happening. It's going to happen because it's a, it's it's something that, you know, they're trying to get, a lot, get on board with Epic Games. Because, you know, of course, Epic Games offers more money to the game developer than Steam does. See, Steam takes a larger portion of the profits from the game than Epic Games does. Well, Epic's throwing away, throwing around that Fortnite money right now. Right, right. They've made lots of money from Fortnite. That's the truth. And so, I, I think honestly, I think because Epic Game Store is a is really the only real competition for Steam. Yeah. I think that's going to be a this is going to be a big thing from you know for a few years to come until oh, they. Be, yeah. You know, until they figure out a way for you know until Steam decides, hey, wait a minute, maybe we need to do something different. Which so, the only thing I don't like about it is this. I own all the Borderlands games. Even though mm-hmm. I haven't played them, I do own them. Right. And I own them on Steam. Same. Yeah, same here. Same. I know you guys are samesies. And my issue with it is the I want to keep crips. all the games with the, in the same, I don't know, what Area. You call it, same store. I like to keep yeah, them all yeah. right there together. Right. I guess it's more of an OCD type but of thing. But the thing you can do is what's cool about this is add it to Steam as a non-Steam game. So, uh, crisis averted. Yeah, yep. I agree. But I don't know. I just kind of like saying if three years from now, I want to be able to pull my Steam account because I would still have it. And I can install that anytime I want to from my Steam account where I will install every game that I own, basically. Right. That way you don't have to look for it. And- in more, you know, different places. I get yeah. it. Well, yeah, I mean, like, just, like I said, all you got to do is save it as an on-steam game. Sorry. So, I will say, I understand it completely. <laughs> I didn't say you didn't mm. understand it. I just... No, 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 no. I'm saying, like... Check this out, boys. Opinion. This is a hypocrite. I... <laughs> 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 that... Damn hypocrites. <laughs> Wow, I'm going to have to share that on the, on the I, show notes I down below. Yeah, we'll have to put that in the description. That's so, weird. you know, this is... 
a lot of people, it pissed a lot of people off. I mean, you know, a lot of gamers got mad over it. And, and the thing that got me about that whole thing is the gamers that got mad, they went to, they went on Steam and they started uh, giving bad reviews or downrating all the other Borderlands games on Steam. They started downrating them, so you know they were like, I guess, trying to make a statement. It's like it's like going on Rotten Tomatoes and talking shit about a movie that hasn't even come out yet. I mean, you know, it's it's kind of stupid. In what do you opinion. mean that I, I, crappy movie that's coming out called Gear Wars Three? <laughs> Just making what? up shit. It was a joke. <laughs> I was I was going with you there. I guess it didn't work. I got you. I got you. Hey, quit giving him so much for fork, okay? God, <laughs> flork, damn it. <laughs> but anyway did your like get autocorrected there or no you just uh, have fat fingers uh no that's that? the character's name fl4k there's oh so what's his real name fl4k i what he's a robot fl4k oh he's a model of a robot he's why is he a fucking beastmaster then i don't know you have to wait and play the game and find out. Gearbox, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? So, what the floor? So, so anyway, this game is going to have a six month timed exclusive on Epic Game Store. Everybody's uh, everybody's aware of that now. And here's the thing: if you want to play this game when it releases, it's just something you're going to have to suck it up and deal with it. All right? Goddamn snowflakes. I mean, you know, you just have to suck it up, deal with it, and go on. I mean, I for one am going to be playing the game. And Not I for assume all. that I'm going to be buying it from Epic Game Store. Okay? Most likely. And I'm going to dip my balls in it. <laughs> well, I'll say uh, this. I won't play it within that six months, so it's okay for me. So I'm not that upset about it. Let's just mm-hmm. put it this way. So, Chris is probably go. not going to play it ever. <laughs> <laughs> because I'll play it eventually. He's, which not, means he's not really into the RPG aspect of games a lot of times. Uh, he mm-hmm. likes to play games that he can complete and finish and move on. Yes, right. that's true. That's true. I Scott that. likes games where he can read a lot of shit in it for some reason. I or just that's true. mindlessly pound buttons. One <laughs> two. Mindlessly pound it? Pound it. Floor it. Floor it. All right. Okay, so to sum up, <laughs> This game is going to kick serious ass. Right? It it's going to be it's, it's going to be freaking awesome. All right, I, I mean, agree. I can't I can't wait for all the one liners and the crazy funny shit that they're going to have. I want to know what fucking song they're using in the fucking opening. Uh, I cannot video. I cannot wait. So I want to. Yeah, the soundtrack is going to be. Badass. That's put me on like uh, what was the like uh, the one the was it like Foster the Elephants or some shit? I don't know. Foster the people. <laughs> Foster the Hypocrites. Uh, yeah, that's it. Foster the Hypocrites. Oh, <laughs> there was a lot of songs that I actually have on my phone, or there's actually two that I have on my phone that came from Borderlands. So, ain't no pl- this. What is it? Ain't, ain't no place for. No, it's uh, not called that. But uh, it's ain't no place for heroes or whatever. That's some and of then, the words. Yeah, and then uh, no rest for the wicked. Ain't uh, I love that song. That song is my is the ringtone on my phone for people who are not stored in my phone. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but anyway, 
uh, you know, I, I can't wait. You know, this is going to be a great game. I think I, I'm I'm been waiting for the next edition to the franchise. It's it's called Short Change Hero. That's it, Short Change Hero. By that's the heavy. Yes, the heavy. No rest for the it wicked ca- was Cage the Elephant. Okay. Yeah. And foster the people. I'm just kidding. That was uh, shooting people in my kicks on my shoes. Oh no, that's mm. that's what the song was about. Never mind. That wasn't the name of it. It's mm-hmm. a fucking crazy ass thing to uh, sing a song about, though. Mm-hmm. Pumped up kicks. That's it. <laughs> Chris is like, "Yep, I shot some people. It's fine." <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what I do. But yeah, you know, <laughs> basically, it all boils down to I mean, I'm I'm excited to see what this. I'm excited to play this game. It's going to be cool. Oh yeah, it's it's definitely a huge game. Uh, a lot of fans for Borderlands out there, so this 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 franchise is definitely one of the mainstream games now. I am ready mm-hmm. for this game, yes. And that's why I don't know. Have y'all watched any of the trailers? Have you watched the trailers that they put out? Uh, no. I live in a house. <laughs> I don't live in no mobile home. What you talking no, about? I said trailer. Mobile home's a house. <laughs> gotcha. Anyway, the uh, the videos that they've put out, the release video and the the game trailer itself are just, I mean, they're they're freaking cool to watch. I mean, you know, it shows uh, all the other main characters. I mean, you got Lilith, you got Brick, you got yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brick Zero, and uh, what where, what was the other assassin's name? Uh, one that, one that had the big bird. I don't know. I didn't hey, you know what they call a you know what they call a bird? You know what in in Canada? Penis. Um. <laughs> so who's got a big penis? No. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's what he said. Anyway, and then you got uh, the Marcus from the you know the guns guy, and uh, Moxie's supposed to be back in this game, so. Moxie yeah, is coming course, back noise. And then, of course, like I said, you know, Tiny Tina's coming back. She's going to be uh, Zero. the adult version. Yeah, Zero was one of them. There was another one. I can't remember what the other one's name was uh, but from Z- the first game. That was Zero, was it not? Mm-mm, Zero was in the second game. Uh, Mordecai? That's it, Mordecai. Mordecai was in the first game. He was the... Uh, assassin hunter type guy in the first game nope he's a non-playable character in borderlands 2 <laughs> yeah but he was a playable character in borderlands 1 nope are you sure think so yes let me look that up i haven't let me let me look this up i'm just his mordecai brick uh the black soldier what was his name huh there was a black guy in the game it yes. was roland was Roland the was the playable soldier. Mordecai, yes. yeah, you're right. Mordecai was the hunter, Bloodwing, but he's a non-player, non-playable in part two. Lilith right. was the siren, and Brick was the berserker in the first one. Right. And then part two had uh, Maya, I think, was one of them. Yep. No, Maya was the the what you call it from. Yeah, she was. She was. The it was siren. Axton, Maya, Salvador, and Zero in part yep. two. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be fun. Yep. 
Yeah, they're bringing back a lot of the, a lot of the old characters, man. I think that's going to be pretty cool. I don't think they're not going to be playable. Just the four we listed, I listed at the beginning there, they'll be the playable characters. Of course. And then you got uh, ha- uh, Sir Hammerlock, Lady Hammerlock. There's a Those Lady Hammerlock. Back. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Claptrap is coming back. Nice. I bet he's going to do some crazy shit. Mm hmm. So. He was pretty you funny. Know, the, they, uh, they, I think they're, they're, they're pulling out all the stops with this one as far as, as far as the storyline and the characters, I hope, anyway. I'm pretty sure they'll do a good job with they always do. They always have some uh, pretty good uh, DLC and expansion mm-hmm, stuff, mm-hmm. so hey, it keeps the replayability for years. I mean, we we played, what, Guild Wars 2 up until probably a year or so, uh, not Guild Wars 2, but Borderlands 2, up until about mm-hmm. a year or so ago. Right. Um. Uh, together, anyway. I mean, we still could play it together if y'all want to start some new characters. Just let me know. Right. That'd be cool. We may be able to play this on HBG, boys. Ooh, that would be good. That'd be fun. All right. Well, Scott, have you? Is that all you have for Borderlands Three, sir? Yeah, I believe I've I've talked about it all I can. That's about all the information I could gather. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that people are saying about this game, but most of it has to do with bitching because there's a six month timed exclusive. So. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you know, there you go. I can't see their gripe, but I also can see why they're doing it. I get it. Right? Yeah. I mean, I see it from both sides. You know, it makes sense. It makes sense from a business side, but it, you know, as a gamer myself, it kind of you know, I'm I'm a little disappointed. It's not going to be on Steam to begin with, but you know, that's the breaks, man. That's what happens. All right, Zach, you got anything else to add about this game? Um, hurry up and get here. Hurry right. up and get here. Fast forward to September thirteenth, twenty nineteen, guys. It's going to happen. All right, well, let's go ahead and um, let's talk about where we can find each other here on social media. So, Scott, if you want to start off with, tell us, tell all the listeners out there where they can hunt you down, bro. Well, um, YouTube, Games of Death, um, and uh, Twitter is at DeathDealer3. At my Xbox... On Xbox One, my Xbox Live is Death Dealer 3, so you can check me out there. Nice. And remember, guys, all this stuff is down in the description. You can click those little linky dinkies. And Zach, what about you, sir? Of course, uh, if you haven't visited me yet, you can find me on YouTube at Genova Destro. Um, On Twitter, it is at Genova Destro. And Instagram should still be something. Uh, let's see what that was. Yeah, I have Instagram. You guys didn't know that. Ooh. <laughs> Fancy. Um, nope, I don't have an Instagram because it's gone, apparently. I'll have to make a new one. And uh, I guess we'll make it Genova Destro at some point, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> Twitch is Genova Destro, but I really don't visit that site too much. But I think I will f- frequent it more likely in the future due to um, it being easier to get into where you know you can uh, be like affiliated partner and stuff like that than YouTube because YouTube decided to be shitty and uh, killed my monetization um, when they changed their policy because of porn and terrorists and all this other shit do your fucking job next time keep that shit off your fucking site would be great thanks (laughs) <laughs> angry 
And All that's right. been a public service announcement. <laughs> and of course, you can find me at uh, my YouTube channel, Bang Bang Potato. And it's also my Instagram channel, Bang Bang Potato. And it's how you say it, too, by the way. Don't say it, Bang Bang Potato. It's Bang What's Bang Potato. Bang Bang Hypocrite. <laughs> Hypocrites. <laughs> and of course, guys, check all the links down in the description. It will take you to all these places. And I would also ask you to check out the other podcast that I am a part of called the Disney Tonic. Tonic Disney. We talk about Disney things, and our newest episodes are we have debates about different things that we uh, like at Disney, and I think you'll enjoy it. It's pretty fun. My friend Wade is the host. I am. I would say I guess I'm the co-host, but yeah, he's the host. And check that out. The link's down in the description. I would love to hear from you there. And leave us a five-star rating here on iTunes for this podcast. And for God's sake, send me some messages on Twitter. Yeah, tweet this man. He is hungry. Nobody talks to me at all. He's he's lonely, (laughs) guys. Give him some some conversation. So lonely. (laughs) And we hope you enjoy today's episode. We had a lot of fun making it. And we'll be back in a few weeks with more... And I hope you all have a great time doing whatever it is you do right now. All right. Well, this is a part of the episode where we say goodbye. Goodbye. Laters. Peace. See you next time.